You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Building self-confidence, level eight. The sources of confidence. The four key sources, four. In the previous modules, we looked at two of the primary sources of building your self-confidence, past successes and vicarious experiences or modeling. Now, let's take a look at the third primary source of confidence. Source number three, verbal persuasion. You can gain a lot of confidence from people you respect who might simply talk to you. They might tell you they believe in you or they reinforce the skills and capabilities you have or they just remind you of what you do well, especially at a time when you doubt yourself. This kind of verbal support and encouragement can be a huge source of inspiration and confidence. For most people, telling themselves how good they are doesn't come naturally and you might even feel embarrassed to remind yourself how good you are. So, as we see in the program on self-talk and thinking errors, negative self-talk and thoughts come a lot easier than positive ones. As a consequence, it's easy to see how confidence can be drained when you're confronted with a challenging situation or a competition. How often have you heard one person say to another, you just don't know how good you really are? Now, maybe someone said that to you in the past. As with vicarious experiences, verbal persuasion can work both ways. Your self-confidence is influenced either by encouragement or discouragement regarding your performance or ability. So if a manager or coach tells you, you can do it, you've done it before on many occasions, and I've got confidence in you, that will add to your confidence. Positive reinforcement is very likely to lead to you putting in more effort into what you do, which has that upward spiral I talk about a lot on the Mind app, and this gives you an even better chance to succeed. Of course, the opposite also happens. So if your manager or colleagues are negative towards you and tell you, I don't think you can do this, or they simply overlook you for a task that you thought you could do well or you was well equipped to do, your confidence can be drained. It can not only reduce your confidence, but also the effort and persistence you might put in going forward. So this has a double negative impact on you and you end up failing again, not entirely down to lowering your confidence, but due to the fact you never put in the effort or persistence you needed to succeed. It's that downward spiral again. That is, of course, unless you set out to prove the coach or your colleague wrong, in which case it could be a good motivator to get better. Credible or not? It's worth noting that the credibility of the person giving you the feedback will impact on how you respond. So the higher the credibility of the person, then potentially the bigger the effect. In football, for example, if you look at Jose Marino or Arsene Wenger, if they said you were good, your confidence is likely to soar as you really respect and believe them. When a local team manager tells you you're not that good, you simply might choose to ignore the comment because they lack the credibility. 
So in this respect, it's worth noting that before you allow yourself to feel bad or not confident following a comment from anyone, ask yourself what qualifies them to give you that criticism. And that's important because one negative comment can affect you more than a hundred positive ones if you allow it to. On many occasions, people are quick to knock your confidence because they lack confidence and probably some humility in themselves. So don't allow unqualified people or people you don't respect to knock your confidence. Build and work on your social support team. Encouragement from significant others, for example, parents, coaches, work colleagues and friends, can really help to improve your confidence. So it's important to have a good support network around you, particularly, but not only for when things are not going well. Part of the reason for putting a team around Andy Murray when we worked together was precisely this positive support effect. And it worked and it continues to work a treat. So verbal or social persuasion can strengthen your belief that you have what it takes to succeed. If you're persuaded that you possess the capabilities to master a given activity, you're more likely to put in greater effort and persistence for longer than if you had any self-doubts, in which case you might choose to dwell on any personal deficiencies, whether they're real or perceived. And I'm not saying that people should be unrealistic in what you can do, but reminding you of your proven strengths, abilities and skills is beneficial and useful. A persuasion boost can help you work even harder and help perhaps developing more skills to succeed. In truth, people who have consistently been told that they lack capabilities or talent needed to succeed tend to avoid challenging activities that will actually cultivate their growth and they tend to give up quickly in the face of difficulties. It's that self-fulfilling prophecy. By avoiding challenges, your motivation to try new things diminishes and your belief in yourself is lowered. So the encouragement and feedback you receive from significant others in your life is an important source of confidence. When you see managers in football, corner men in boxing or even parents all shouting encouragement to their athletes or children, this is a means of attempting to boost confidence often with reminders of what they can do well or encouraging them to keep going. Sometimes this can backfire as we'll see later. A common saying amongst athletes might be, I believed in myself because my parents or my coach believed in me. Verbal persuasion, it's you too. We mentioned previously when looking at vicarious experiences that you can also learn in this way by watching yourself. Now, it's very similar in verbal persuasion, as you'll see in the program on self-talk. Your own verbal persuasion can also affect the way your confidence moves. So positive self-talk or self-persuasion can inspire, motivate and build your self-confidence. Look no further than the late and great Muhammad Ali. His use of positive self-talk was legendary. So don't think that verbal persuasion has to be from others. Your own self-talk is a critical factor in your journey to success. Now, as with all the sources, you do well to seek out the ones in each area that work best for you and try each in different situations and at different times. Try them first in training and then in competition. You might amaze and delight yourself at the results. So in summary, in this module, we've looked at verbal persuasion. 
along with reminding yourself of previous successes and vicarious experiences, you now have three of the big four crucial techniques to build your robust and unshakable self-confidence. Build and nurture your social support network, giving as much as taking benefit from that network. You find that the more you nurture the positive and supportive team around you, the more your confidence will be enhanced. In the next module, we'll take a look at the fourth key source of confidence, emotional or physiological arousal, before exploring a number of other sources you can draw on to build your confidence. Your mind activity today. Start to consciously look at all the positive people that support you. Don't take any of this team for granted. They're too special. How can you nurture these relationships and make them even stronger in the future? Do you show your support team how much you really appreciate what they do for you? If not, maybe now's a good time to start. By nurturing and developing these networks, you'll be repaid with higher levels of confidence. And we'll see in the program on gratitude how good this can be for your confidence and your well-being. And if you haven't listened to the self-talk program, go to that next so you can develop your own verbal persuasion techniques. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.